Welcome to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. I am Madeline. And I am Ruby. If you're a startup or scale-up looking for actionable and profitable advice, then this is a podcast for you. We will give you a taste of our proven insights and strategies that we've applied to hundreds of businesses to help them grow, scale, and succeed. So grab your margaritas and your pen and paper because we're here to show you that with the right strategy, your idea, and our marketing guidance, you can take your brand from startup to stand out. Welcome back to the Marketing and Margaritas podcast. My name is Ruby and I'm joined today by my co-host, Maddie. Maddie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Now, today we're going to give you a skeleton to our launch stages. These stages focus around organic social media, paid media, and of course, your list building, which we recommend you're always doing. Of course. Now, our stages come in four steps. Now, the first one is building your audience. Mm. We cannot stress this um, as much. Whether you're a service or e-commerce, you should be building your audience before you launch. Oh gosh, how many (laughs) people have come to us and been like, oh my gosh, my launch just flopped. It was a failure. Yeah. And when we look back, we realize it's generally because they haven't spent any time building an audience. Exactly. So we recommend if you've got a really uh, cold audience, somewhere between that eight to 12 week mark, Unless you have a really nurtured audience. Now, what were we discussing a nurtured audience really means? I mean, for starters, you have to have been in business for some time. Yeah. You've kind of built up an audience. You've built up a following. You perhaps already have customers that are looking for that next purchase. Yeah. But basically, you need to know that you've not only established yourself as the authority in your space or the go-to, but you've got customers that know that you're good at what you're doing. So you've had proven offers before. Now, the content in this stage is really about providing value. And like you just said, Ruby, it's really about showing your authoritative figure. Even if you're an e-commerce brand, you can really show that you're the best person to buy for for this product. Mm. Um, And we want to be also meeting our audience at the awareness stage. So remember, some of them are cold. They're not really nurtured. We need to address their pain points and really speak to them with our content. Mm. Social proof is another one at this stage. How can you provide some sort of social proof? I guess if you're starting out, this we get it, can be a little bit difficult, but have you done something else with a client or you've um, brought out another product that you can kind of use that as your example of social proof as well? Or share your story. Yeah. I find that a lot of new clients, they, they struggle because they don't feel like they've got a testimonial, but how did you get to your business? And yeah. a lot of the time it's because of something we've overcome, yeah. um, whether it is product or service-based, you know? Yeah. You know, makeup artists that have overcome um, and bought out a new makeup brand because they were allergic to certain things. Yeah. Talk about your story. Yeah, that's a great one. With e-commerce, creating hype is obviously huge and you can create that FOMO as well. People hate that fear of um, missing out and you're building that audience through that hype, that FOMO. You could be showing a little bit of sneak peeks at this stage of videos um, of people using it as well. And you're building that hype and more about scarcity and feeling when it comes to the e-commerce space. Yeah, I love that. It's all about creating excitement and people should feel, you know, that your page is really fun and Mm. they're just wanting to be a part of it. It's like almost creating a bit of a pre-party before you get into the actual launch. And I just launch. I thought of something else, building the lifestyle of the product if you're in that e-commerce space. So, you know, they might not 100% know what the product is or they kind of do, but you're providing the landscape of what the lifestyle of the product will provide them. Totally. It's your job to educate them on why they're going to need it when it does drop. 
Awesome. So this leads really nicely into stage number two, which is our pre-launch phase. So we're not actually ready to launch yet, but we're Mm. getting our audience ready. So when we do launch, they don't have any questions. They are hot and they are ready to buy. So in our pre-launch phase, it's really important that we address what we're about to drop. Yeah. So it's logical. (laughs) You don't need to hide it. I think a lot of people think that they need to like tease and have, you know, drop the curtain and a big reveal day on launch day. You can still talk about it. You can still show, you know, Mm. um, recently I launched a course and in the pre-launch phase, I showed people what I was working on. So people knew it was coming. Yeah. It's creating more hype, but it's also educating my audience or, you know, the audience on what's about to come. So what I like to do is think about your product or think about your service and address and talk to every single feature or benefit or outcome of it. So an example is I just launched a course, like I mentioned, and in my pre-launch phase, I literally spoke about every single topic in Mm. each module. So I know that I'm covering everything and people know what's included. So for example, you know, I spoke about we go through how to create reels in it and how to create reels that convert to sales. And I spoke about um, another module, which is all around sales. So really pinpointing Mm. each part of it. Um, And if you're a product-based business, perhaps you're selling makeup, Mm -hmm. right? And so you talk about, uh, you know, it might be a range of lipsticks that are, I don't know, vegan Vegan, and organic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever the, the point of difference is in your unique proposition, whatever that is, that's what you're speaking to. So people are educated and they're ready to buy. Now, the other thing that I think is really important to do is think about any frequently asked questions and address them right away so that they're not being asked. You're answering them before they come up. And I think this is something that people don't do because they're afraid to address them because they're like, oh no, what if someone didn't think of that? Trust me. Someone has thought about it. (laughs) So address it before it becomes an issue. Um, which leads me on to my next point, but manage any objections before Mm. they come up. Um, A good one is around pricing. We all know that people ask if it's a payment plan option. Yeah. So let people know that there's going to be a pay in for or a monthly subscription. Afterpay for e-commerce. There's afterpay available. What's your shipping? like? Totally. They want to know that before they probably buy the product as well. Yeah, absolutely. This phase is about basically getting people ready so that mm. when you do launch, you've got a really successful launch. Yeah. There's nothing on their mind that's holding them back or acting like a bit of a roadblock to them. So the final thing is just to really drill the time and date that you are launching. So let people know, have a countdown. Um, and your countdown could be on your website, on your social media. Let people know in your emails mm. that in seven days, something big is dropping, your launch is dropping. We're really creating that kind of FOMO. Yeah. Well, FOMO if they miss it on the day, um, but really pushing towards that that timer. And in the e-commerce space, you can definitely start taking pre-orders in the pre-launch stage. That's a really great way as well to validate your offer. Or a wait list for the service space as well. Yeah, 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 that's a great one. I also um, had a little note here to create a hashtag. You could create a little bit of a buzz for pre-launch on your social media as well and get people a bit hyped up, which again is that FOMO um, that we were discussing as well. I love that. So now we're up to the launch. <laughs> now, some people think the launch is a day. Yeah. No. They launch a product. <laughs> okay, my launch is done. Oh, my God. But we said about one to two weeks. You could consider a launch and the hype and the momentum is still probably continuing in that time frame mm-hmm. as well. So this is where you want to smash selling every day. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, every single day you want to be putting on your stories, your lives, your emails, wherever you are, you want to be talking about what you're selling, that the drop is there. Yeah. Now, 
With the launch, you could also have discounts or bonuses for a certain particular time. Mm -hmm. So you could be like, which again has that scarcity FOMO kind of feeling as well with the launch as well. And you also might have a free shipping period if you're in e-commerce. These are just some tips to have a successful one to two weeks. You might offer these kind of discounts, bonuses or free shipping. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, Yeah. I agree because it kind of just gets people over the line. Yeah. This is the point where we're trying to... you, I hope you've set some targets with how many sales yeah. you're wanting to make. And we're really trying hard to hit those targets. So yeah. set those targets and help yourself get to those points by adding the free shipping, to, by talking about your offer everywhere. Mm. Um, but yeah, free shipping is a great one. Now, remember that in your pre-launch and your first stage, you should have been gathering your email list. Yeah. And you might want to have an exclusive early access mm-hmm. on your email list. And that could be 24 hours prior. I think something like that is normally about 48 hours, 24 hours. You don't want to give the people too much time because you want that to be quite exclusive Mm. to your email list as well. Especially if you do only have a certain amount of products or a certain amount Mm. of places in a program, like give that to the wait list or to your list of loyal people that have been at you with every stage of the way. And with paid ads, you might have been running some awareness campaigns up to that age 12 weeks where people could know, like get to know you. You wouldn't be talking about your offer mm-hmm. straight away. Um, but in this launch phase is where you really go hard on those paid ads, driving those conversions to um, people who are interested already in your page, people who have been on your website, people on your list. You're really retargeting those hot leads as well. Mm, I love that. Now, Ruby, you were going to discuss your launch. We have a little note here because you've recently launched a course. Yeah. Look, um, I, I did just want to make a note on that because um, what I see with a lot of clients, especially in the service-based industry, I help a lot of coaches. And I love that everyone knows what they're worth. Well, not everyone. I think it's a really important skill to get over that money mindset and actually mm. charge a proper price for your time. Yep. However, if you're just starting out or you're about to launch something completely new, I think it's really important to validate what you're selling. Yeah. So um, an example is I've just launched a course and I launched it at an early bird price to basically as a pilot round to get my, get my name out there because it was the first course under this business that mm. I launched. Um, I, you know, I run this program before all of the concepts and foundations I know are validated, but in a course format, I think it's really important if it's new to launch at a lower price for a limited amount of time. That's mm. the key here. Yeah. So run that's it scarcity. at a, yeah, that yeah. scarcity. So run it at, at a limited time or for a certain amount of people. Yeah. Um, so the exclusivity, um, and then bump it up twice. So you've got three price bumps. You've got a mid-range one and then you've got your, your top one, which is what, um, you know, you're wanting it to be valued at long term. There's no, no reason you can't increase it again. But at least three jumps just to make sure that you actually do have a successful launch. Yeah. Otherwise, what I know you and I have found with some clients is they launch at a high price mm. um, and it's just a bit too high because they don't have any testimonials for that product yet. They don't yeah. have any social proof yeah. just yet. Yeah. So I think that's a really good strategy if you yeah. are in the service-based industry um, to, to actually have a successful launch and get some numbers under your belt. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. You know, your first course, it's a learning curve. And the thing is, yeah. courses are, well, evergreen to some extent. So, you know, if you're losing out on those first few with what you think you're worth, it doesn't really matter because you're mm. going to continuously be building this course and selling it over time that mm. it will end up, yeah, being more valuable and getting you a return anyway. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, review stage, you're going to be talking about this one a little bit too. Awesome. So stage number four and 
this is one that people do skip because they've done the launch they think it's all over but what happens when you're ready to launch again or what happens when you've launched and you're wanting to continue to make sales like what next yeah it's not like you just stop selling so it's really important that you have a look at data to see what worked and what didn't work well Mm. um I think I mean what data would you look at Maddie well I I spoke about this on my live with Melissa because she yeah. doesn't want her product. And I the thing the thing is you have an idea of what your audience is, but then you actually find out who your audience is. Totally. So you should be looking into data of like who actually purchased, especially if it's your first launch. Yeah. You might be like, all right, this is targeted for females age 18, 25. And you're like, oh, actually, I had people age 45 plus yeah. by or men. Yeah, or men. Yeah. Like maybe you need to really evaluate whether you attracted the customers that you thought. Mm-hmm. And like That's maybe what's point. a common common demographics or anything that you can segment them what is the commonality between them as well and yeah. really dial on in on that and be like all right did my messaging match who I actually brought in yeah through my totally. products um you can also send out surveys as well yeah or, I was yeah. gonna say I think surveys are so invaluable they're yeah. just the best way to to really get some yeah. great live feedback from people that have actually purchased your product or service um and you so you can make tweaks and you can make it better for next yeah. time so surveys are a great one. Also having a look at your analytics for your, you know, your website, yes. um, your social media to actually see if there was a gap. So if people, you know, they were getting to your website, but perhaps they weren't converting mm-hmm. or maybe they weren't getting to your website in the first place. At least you can see yeah. where the issue was and you can yeah. make changes. You need to look time. at your funnel. Like you need Total. to break down your funnel how from every angle of how people, where they came from first, the cold audiences, and then dialing in like, what did they click on next? Like having some sort of heat map on your site, having your analytics set up, um, which, you know, we can write a whole podcast on how to set up your analytics and like websites so you can actually track all this as well. Um, but really understanding the funnel. If you're an e-commerce site, did you have, what was your percentage of add to carts to your checkout? Like mm. did what were people not liking about your checkout if they didn't check out or what were they not liking? You really need to dial in on the funnel. I know I keep yeah. saying like dial in on the funnel, dial but this is <laughs> no, super, but super important. Funnel. Know your numbers. <laughs> we've, we've got my dog in here at the podcast today and he is being very needy. So he's literally just <laughs> hugging me like a bear. And his name is Bear, which is really cute. Oh, oh he's actually like cuddling me like a koala. <laughs> we should be running um, a YouTube video right now. But anyway, um, numbers, knowing your numbers, knowing your funnel is super important. I think it's really important to, to be able to analyze and make those changes. Um, what I wanted to say is that not like no launch is a failure. No. Even if you got no sales or yeah. one sale, it doesn't mean it's the end of that product or the end of that service. It just means we need to have a look at what we're messaging. Yeah. Have a look at your messaging. Have a look at where, like which stage of your launch perhaps didn't hit the mark. Perhaps you didn't spend enough time building an audience yeah. or perhaps you only launched for one day. And yeah. that's actually something I see a lot of the time. People launch for a day and they think it's a flop. And it's like, hold on. You literally gave your audience no time to buy. We yeah. all know that it takes 12 touch points for people to actually make that purchase yeah so if you launch for one day and they haven't been nurtured Mm. how do you expect to actually have a successful launch and we didn't discuss this either actually now i just thought about but like just launching on one platform yeah like oh i launched to my social media okay well about two percent of the people that follow you see your post so yeah you know how else are you launching like is it your emails do you have to do some paid ads and maybe retarget them like how are you getting people who are warm to actually see your content Mm. just because they're warm doesn't mean they're going to see it such a great point. So the review phase is so important. And yeah. it's probably the most important phase if you're looking to continue to sell this product or service. Because, yeah. you know, this is the time where we can make changes and actually 
increase our sales if it is a new product or service we're constantly tweaking things yeah and it you know we need to get our messaging right we need to get our audience right we need to continue to build that audience so that we can continue to sell to them and I would definitely dial down um, on what worked. So again, if you're launching to your social media, your email, are you doing your reporting? Okay, I had 10 people sign up from here, five from here. If it worked well on one platform, then you know, okay, I'm going to dial in on that now for the next three months. That's my strategy, yep. you know, going on those platforms hard. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, this is a short, sharp and shiny one, which we love, but we're thinking that we're going to dive a bit deeper into these topics and yeah. a bit more about launches because when we put up the story last week was it yep. um people really were interested in about launches product launches service launches course launches yeah i mean so, i suppose it's something that we all deal with yeah sometime in our business we're launching something so yeah launches are going to affect you if you're new in business or if you've been in business for a while yep. and if you're product or service based so we've got a bit of a, a series mapped out for you so yeah you say. this is a little bit of an intro into what you can kind of expect yep. we're going to dive into your aspects a little bit deeper in the upcoming episodes yeah. So thank you so much for joining in. Uh, as always, we really appreciate all of your support. We love hearing your feedback. So jump over and say hello to us at, at marketing and margaritas underscore on yes. Instagram. Yes. And we'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.